You're listening to Corporate Quitter, where quitters always win. My guests and I will not only share tips and tricks to help you become a rule breaker and quit your shitty day job for good, but help you turn up the bad bitchery and spiritual fuckery so you can have the most fun with the least amount of bullshit on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, Gabby Ionello, a quitter who said fuck it to corporate life and built a globally recognized platform in a year's time without a trust fund or a roadmap. If you're looking to say peace to a boring and basic ass life or want to become a corporate quitter and join our Quitterverse, you're in the right place. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, it's Gabby and welcome to another episode of Corporate Quitter. Uh, today's episode is going to be a bit fucking rough. I This is the second time I've tried to record this episode because the first time I recorded it, I just sobbed the entire way through. <laughs> um... So I'm going to try not to do that. I mean, I you guys know I'm a no bullshit type of girl. I fucking try to tell you guys all the realest shit. And obviously it's painful at times because some shit sucks. OK, let's be honest. Some shit sucks. So I this episode, we're specifically going to talk about finances. I've pieced in little bits of the picture of what I've experienced as well as other people that have been on the show. Right. Guests who've talked about their own financial experience and entrepreneurship and just the journey of life. Right. But I really want to get into more in depth about what happened in the past and also what's currently happening because it's not all butterflies and daisies there's a lot of fucking bullshit going on there's a lot of fucking roadblocks I'm hitting and like guess what it's okay I'm not gonna die and you guys shouldn't be freaking out about it either because it's just money and yes I know money runs this fucking 3d capitalistic world we live in but at the same time it's a blip in time and things change very quickly so anyway so For those of you who know, again, for those of you who are new, I'll paint the picture. But for those of you who know, you know, I quit my job February of last year. So 2021, I had about 10,000 cash and savings that I explicitly put towards building out this passion project, if you will, which at the time I didn't even know what the fuck I was going to be doing. I just said, fuck it and quit and was like, okay, I have this cash like let's see what I can make, right? I I gave up my apartment in the city. I moved back home with my parents at the ripe age of 28, which fucking sucks because after being independent for years, I'm like, I don't want to live with my mom and dad. (laughs) Like, fuck that shit. But so I gave up my apartment. I sold all my belongings. Um, I also had opened up a bunch of credit cards, right? 0% APR. I wanted to get as much credit as possible. And then I also coincidentally, um, two years prior had paid off all my student loans ahead of time, which I can cover in another episode. If you guys want to get into the automated budgeting system that I set up. So I like paid off my shit insanely fucking fast without having to do all this stupid budgeting and crunching, like very fucking effective. But anyway, so I started off on a pretty good note this time around, but a lot of you probably don't know is that I tried this about I don't know, seven years ago in 2016 and shit got bad really fucking quickly. So in 2016, I was about a year out from college. I realized I wasn't going to go into teaching. Well, I graduated my teaching degree, but I wasn't going to stick with teaching as the career. So I was like dabbling in different industries and trying to figure out what I was going to do and ended up being a nanny and a housekeeper in New York City for a year. Now, during that time, I was trying to like plot and plan. Okay, what am I going to do next? Because obviously me being a nanny for forever isn't this like it wasn't going to put me on Forbes 30 under 30. You know what I mean? So I was like, let's try something else. So while, you know, the kids were in school or nap, the baby was napping or whatever, I was studying for real estate on the side. So I eventually got my license towards the end of that year in 2016. Went to a 10-day silent meditation retreat, which I'll explain in another episode what the fuck happened with that, but came back and was like, I'm quitting my job and I'm going to pursue real estate full time and all that shit. So I 
started the the journey of real estate and I had a mentor and like I had really I had this planned out like plotted like I really took the time to figure out okay this is what I'm gonna do blah 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 so I started in October of 2016 and I fucking completely like lost everything by December like three months later it all went to shit so and when I mean that I mean like I and it's funny too because like in 2016 I think it was like 23 at the time I was like a young naive fucking idiot of a child like like oh I have rent to pay like yeah two thousand dollars in savings with no income is fine like it's not um but you know I was naive and I was also hopeful and I'm also a super fucking optimistic person almost to a fault sometimes so it's like fuck it let's see what happens right jumping out of the, the plane without a parachute type fucking situation so I um I jumped out the plane with no parachute and I just said fuck it and tried real estate and you know lo and behold a few months later no cash left I had closed a couple deals in real estate but there was some shady shit that had went on with the woman I was working with story for a different day but again going back to finances so my credit score was tanking I had like two grand in debt which at the time I was like oh my god two grand it's fucking terrible now I'm like I wish I only had two thousand in debt like it's such a minimal amount but it's so fucking funny how when we're younger right at like five years old you think like two dollars is a lot of money and then in high school you think like a hundred dollars is a lot of money so as you get older and you realize oh shit is expensive and I have expensive taste and oh my god I gotta do this and that like the level of at pain point or pain or threshold for money completely changes so back then I was having a fucking fit about two grand but now I laugh about it but so again at that point I didn't have any money left again I had like 23 dollars in savings which it's funny because that ends up being a fucking theme in my life last year was the same shit but anyway 2016 December like 28th I had 23 dollars left had to make rent in two days didn't know how and I ultimately had to walk away from my apartment. I had to leave my roommate again, had to get rid of my shit. My parents had to come pack me up, move me back home. Shitty situation. Three months later, I ended up getting a corporate job and things started turning around for the better. And then three years later in 2019, I was 100% debt free, paid off all my student loans, which is about 40,000 in debt, had about 10K in the bank and a credit score of like 850. I was like fucking a big dick energy, right? So I'm only telling you this because number one, I've been there where it's like, a shitty situation and like ultimately like I survived right I had a bruised ego but I survived right and it prepared me for all the future risks I've taken in this current journey as well as others but also you know 2016 to 2019 is only three years it only took me three years to get all my shit together so you know if it means three years of pain for a lifetime of maybe fucking change it like life-changing changes or a different trajectory fuck yeah sign me up so anyway so now we're talking present day right so today's november 8 2022 i um i just i can't believe i'm here again but so last year november 5th 2021 i was looking at journals that i had of the shit storm that was last year now last year again another fucking coincidence I had $23 left in my savings as of November 5th 2021 I had just walked away from a gig work that I had kind of set up for the beginning portion of my quitter journey I walked away from it because my gut was like it's time to leave even though I didn't have any money coming in and I also the month before had signed up for a year-long program related to like business and health and all that that was about a $20,000 commitment so I was shitting a brick. I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? Now at this point, I didn't really have a lot of debt, not like what I have now. So I could have used that route, but I was just in a panic because again, my pain threshold at the time was only a certain amount. 
Now, it's funny because a month later, that's when the New York Times shit happened and things blew up. And January of this year was the first month in my business I made more than just a few hundred dollars. I think January closed about $4,500 in brand deals and just client work and stuff. So I was like, cool, like we're starting the year off good. But now here we are November 8th, right? So full year later, I'm back again at that point of like, I don't even think I have $23 left. I don't even want to look at my bank account. Pretty sure it might be an overdraft because this past fucking pay cycle was a fucking nightmare. I like this past year has just been such a fucking tough one for me. I, you know, I had a really tough breakup. I moved across state lines. I luckily was able to secure a brand deal that was about, you know, nine months long. But that fell through because the market shit. So there's just been a lot of fucking back and forth and a lot of like imposter syndrome raging and all this shit. But we've been still making money every single month. Like we average about four grand every single month. But my debt from last year, as well as like the debt of, again, this year long program that I'm in, some health things came up, just general travel, like have really fucked me. And the thing too is that I haven't been... People may think that I'm blowing money, but every fucking thing that I spend, whether it's through what I call personal development or character development or just basic ass needs is completely fucking called for. It's intentional. It's purposeful. Um, I'm not regretful of it, but now I'm in a sticky situation. So to give you a paint a picture. So I, I'll just lay it on thick because you guys know I don't fucking I'm real as fuck. So right now, the last time I checked, which I'm I'm avoiding it, but I, my credit score is now down to 600. It's probably the lowest it's ever been. My credit card utilization is at 99%. I think I have $200 left. Uh, Highest it's ever been. Again, like I said before, the long-term brand deal that was supposed to be nine months long to go the length of my lease that I'm paying for in Austin, which cut short because of the market. That was a a recurring $4,000 per month. That's now gone. Cash is gone. I had at this point, I think August, finally, I was feeling good. I had about 9,000 in the bank. I was like, okay, we could breathe. Like we finally have a bit of reserve, even though I have a ton of debt, like it's fine. Yeah. Uh, cash is now completely gone because of the insane, insane amount of travel and unexpected business expenses I've had since, um, September. I have traveled literally every single week up until this week. This is the first week I'm fully home in Austin since August. Like literally I have, I think I'm on flight number 13 since September. Like it's a, it's a lot and it's great. I love it. And i blessed and grateful every single day that my life is this uh, like fun and entertaining and there's so much shit going on a lot of it's for the better but travel's expensive and also like I just there are so many things that came up like I had a death in the family and and some other things business related so just it's a lot but anyway so that 10,000 is completely gone so now the only thing I have left is my 401k and also to, to paint the picture to be even I don't want to say shittier but to make it even more painful this is the first month I haven't been able to meet the minimums on my credit cards in my entire fucking life. I always pay a minimum. Like I knew that I just, even if I had to use a credit card, right? We all do. Shit happens. Or you want to buy the thing or you need to go here or whatever. Like you just pay for it, right? You, you, you solve the problem. But you meet the minimum. This is the first one I literally don't have any cash left to meet the minimum. And honestly, I'm so glad I have such a strong tie to my intuition and my gut because I had a feeling I was supposed to pay about $400 as a minimum for one of my credit cards. And I had a gut feeling, don't pay for it. Like you, like you can't hold, hold up. Don't pay for it. I know it sounds ridiculous. It's hard, but just don't do it. And I'm so glad I did because I just made rent and I had $400 left. So if I had 
paid for that credit card minimum, I would have zero, I would literally have zero dollars. And then, you know, a few days later, right, I had to buy groceries and like some of the basic necessities to like actually exist. <laughs> so, you know, I couldn't, I, I needed the $400. So, you know, that's where we are. And it's just, it's been fucking hard, guys. Also, because like, I think the most fucking annoying thing with all of this, it's not even about the money so much as it's like, I... And I know a lot of you struggle with this too, or I would hope that I'm not alone. I don't think I am. But again, I'm just trying to be as transparent as possible because entrepreneurship is a scary fucking road. Um, I have been doing the same thing since I quit, right? Using every bit of runway that I have because that's what my gut is telling me to do. And I know I'm crazy, but like also makes a really good story. But like I'm just going with what feels right in that moment versus what feels rational because the rational got me a good outcome when I was in corporate, but it's when I like did crazy shit that was very perfect for me and what I felt was right versus what society told me was right is when I got the holy shit, these, you know, the the amazing fucking results, right? Now, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do if I'm being completely honest. But, you know, it's cool. And this is something that I hope that a lot of you get to experience in this lifetime because for a while I didn't. Number one, for most of my life, I've been a giver. All I did was give, give, give. Like money, time, energy. I always supported others in their dreams and put them in the spotlight. And for once, this shitty situation is forcing me to stop giving and basically be in receiving because I have no fucking other choice but to make it about me and to make it about asking for help and all that stuff so like it's a good thing that this is happening for me right it's not against me I always try to believe that things are for you even though it sucks it's forcing me to actually be in the space of like hey like I need fucking help I don't like asking for help I don't even like when people offer to help but at this point I'm like I I I fucking need it I don't have a fucking other option the only other thing I have is my 401k which I'm like very close to fucking taking out because that's my that's what this might come to quite frankly now the other reason why I'm saying you know again this why this is for me and not against me like this stopped me for so long from creating offers or starting projects that weren't aligned so this whole year I've been trying to create right the quarter starter pack and do a bunch of launches and I was in this web three kind of space thinking about quick collective and coming up with like a quitter rescue pack where I uh, basically raise money to then give to quitters so they can quit their jobs like I, I have had so many things planned this year even the podcast I delayed it for so long because I didn't know how I was going to pay for my audio editor to edit this. And now I'm back to square one where I'm editing myself so I can save money. But me not having the funds or the resources stopped me in my tracks so I can do the healing work and obviously work on like my own version of fucking self-worth and just understanding receiving so that like I could be fully fucking aligned when we're ready to fucking go, right? When, when you know, we're, we're revving our engine at the starting line, but we haven't, you know, the flag hasn't been thrown yet to go. So when the flag is thrown, I will be 100% aligned because I've done all the healing work. Now, the other thing too is like, obviously this is building on the greatest underdog, like comeback story ever. Like you guys know I'm all about a good story. Like I want to be that bitch. I'm also really proud to say that everything that I've done has been on my own. I'm not coming from you know old money you know my parents are entrepreneurs but they've honestly they've struggled their whole lives it's been a bit chaotic growing up in a household like that you know I'm not coming from trust funds I'm not coming from this well-off portfolio like I, I you know everything that I've had at this point or I've created was on my own I have you know worked with consultants but I've paid for help um you know I have friends now that I can lean on but it's it's mostly been on my own so I'm proud about that 
Now, it's also, again, I talked about it before, but I want to get into it more in depth about like forcing me to learn how to ask for help and be open to receiving it. So again, I'm running out of options. So this month, or I should say October, well, this month too, the past two months, I have been fortunate enough to, during my quitter journey, and this is going to happen for a lot of you if you haven't quit yet, and if you have quit, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. All the energy vampires who are my life, friends, romantic relationships, like colleagues, right, peers, professionally, if they were fucking negative in any way, shape, or form, bye-bye. Like, we are shutting that door. You're not allowed to be here anymore. I cut you the fuck off. So all of those people who are my life for fucking, some of them decades, like literally since I was a child, I fucking said peace to. And it made for a really fucking lonely year. But holy shit, this was the first year, the past few months, this is the first time in my life that I find that I'm looking at my friend group and well, number one, it's more than just one girlfriend, which is really cool because um, I've mostly had a f- only a few friends in my life versus like I don't like having large groups of friends, but it's been like one person, right? One ride or die as opposed to a handful of people. And this is the first year where I can honestly say I have so many people in my corner and like the love is just there. I mean, like I've never experienced friendship where I just feel like I could exist and that's enough. For a really long time, I didn't even feel that in relationships like dating someone, I couldn't just exist and it'd be enough. And now like that's literally it. All I have to do is be myself and I don't have to go into detail about why I need things or what's not working or like they're just like, yeah, whatever you need, like we're here. And I'm like, holy shit. So like, for example, my really good friend Khalil and his wife, Andy, who are fucking incredibly generous humans. I had this really unique opportunity to fly out to New York in October for an event that could have been life-changing. And honestly, it was. And I, first of all, I couldn't pay for the event, but I used like the last bit of money I had on my bank account to fucking get my ass there to pay for the event. And then Khalil and Andy gifted me. They paid for my flight, my return, my round trip flight to New York, which is like a $500 flight. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I, in the past, didn't have fucking friends like that. My one really good friend, Tio, I've been friends with her since actually corporate. She's the one who trained me at my corporate job, but she's been my ride or die bitch since then. But everyone else has kind of been like, you know, touch and go. But now I have, I have so many people in my corner who would easily do that over and over again. If I needed food for my apartment, if I needed help with like paying my electric, like I have so many people in my corner now and I never had that before. And not that I couldn't contact my parents, but like who fucking wants to call their parents to be like, mom, I need help. To be frank, I don't know what their financial situation is. I don't think that they could offer any help, but it's it's just it's a very unique experience. And even in my relationship, so the person that I'm dating now, who I'm a bit bold to say this, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to marry him. I kind of had a feeling when we met, and so did he. And so we're just like going, we're going ham right now. We're fully seeing this as as thoroughly and vulnerably as fucking possible. But he, I have been vulnerable with him since the fucking beginning. I started this relationship with just being like. This is who I am in all fucking shades. This is all the shit that's going on. This is the part like this. Either you're on board or you're you're like out of here. And he has been totally on board. He's loved every bit of it. Um, and again, he just loves me for me, which is a whole new, another unique you know situation. But so this past weekend, we he visited me in Austin because he lives in San Diego, and um, my car got declined and. I was trying to pay for a fucking scooter, which an electric scooter here in Austin, you rent it for like $3. My card got declined for a $3 fucking purchase. Obviously, I was like in a tizzy because I'm like, 
no fucking way. Like really $3. Like I thought maybe I'd have like a couple hundred dollars, right? The $400, like $3 really. And so of course I fucking freaked out and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm here. This is happening, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? He, he like responded in such a way that I didn't know men were capable of responding. He did all the right things. He said all the right things, held me when I cried, tried to get into problem solving mode, let me vent, like held space. But also one of the most remarkable things that he did before he left, which I'm going to get emotional just talking about it. But he, he, like me, is a very ambitious person and he's dealt with a lot of adversity similar to what I have. And he offered to pay for my groceries and fill up my tank this week. And when I tell you this rocked me to my core, it's not even, it's not about the money. It's not even about, it's just about the, the wanting to support. And, and we're only, I met him in September. We're only two months into this thing. And this man is like, let me know what you need. I'm here for you in any way possible. And I just lost it. Like, does the situation that I'm in right now really suck? Yes. Do I want to be dealing with this? No. Does it make me feel like a shitty, stupid person? Yes. But I also recognize that this is the journey that I committed to. I committed to being on the quitter's path. I committed to fully seeing this through. I committed to doing everything I possibly could so that I can live a life of passion instead of living a life of obligation and just sad lunches and shit. But to now be surrounded by humans who are reflecting these qualities that I always aspire to not only have, but to have in other people as my friends or relationships, you know, partners. And then to see this person so genuinely like extend such a really important and like really nice gesture, like no words. So I'm very upset with where I am right now and it's really hard. But at the same time, I know things are going to, things have to get better, right? If, if I've been, we all, right, we deal, you know, you have shitty relationships or shitty friends and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, it was worth it. I finally found my person or I got the dream job or whatever. So I know my time is bound to come. My breakthrough is t- time is bound to come, but fuck it. Is it not hard? I, um, yeah. So again, this is not to dissuade you. I don't want to make you guys upset by these things. I don't want to prevent you from pursuing what it is you want I'm just telling you these things so number one you know what the fuck is going on number two you know I love to keep it real with y'all I I fucking hate the whole Instagram fucking you know instaverse reality shit that goes on because everyone just poses as this picture perfect life and it's not like that and so yeah that's that's kind of all that I have for this episode it's just again when you think that you can't go any further you fucking can like it's your pain threshold, your level of tolerance when it comes to challenge will continually increase, right? New level, new double. That's my favorite fucking saying and it's so fucking true. Every time you overcome a hurdle or a challenge, there's another challenge that's going to meet you at some point in time to supersede that one. So you're not going to die. There are resources available. We have people around us who love us, even if we don't want to admit it to ourselves and we play stories in our head that say we're not worthy of it. That's bullshit. There are so many things that we have at our fingertips and there are so many things that we have grateful for. We just have to remember that those are the things that are important and not this bullshit, right? If the whole system collapsed and credit scores and credit cards didn't exist and bank accounts were fucking obsolete and we were back to living on the land, like I'd be having a fucking grand old time right now. I'd be laughing because I'm like, oh my God, I just lived my best life creating, you know, using $64,000 worth of fucking credit 
to experience a very full fucking two years of my life pursuing something amazing and oh shit everything collapsed and it's as if I I didn't have to worry this whole time not that that's gonna happen but like imagine so again guys this is it's a flip in time we're also in a really difficult time in this world right the earth and just like the shit politics and the shit that's going on with our climate and just we're we're all feeling the pains of post-covid and not only that but just the shit that's continually bogging us down emotionally mentally and physically so give yourself some credit we're trying the best that we can i think it's going to be hard for another few years but by 2025 we should be in a really much better place so yes it's a long time out and things are going to be progressively getting better but just know like be patient with yourself buy the fucking eight dollar latte if you need to to get through the day like you're going to survive debt isn't evil money comes when it needs to the world isn't against you right this is all just it's 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 crafting you in this very human experience okay so enjoy the rest of your week i hope it's good. <laughs> I hope I have some amazing news to share with y'all soon because I fucking, I'd say I need it, but maybe universe is like, actually, you don't need it. You just want it. Uh-uh. Some stupid bullshit. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please reach out if you have any questions. If you're struggling and you need someone to talk to, please reach out to me. I know, again, I've just told you, it can, shit can be hard in the entrepreneurial journey. That's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. People don't talk about this shit. And I want to be real with y'all and I want to support you in the ways that I can. So reach out, DM me, give me a call, like whatever the fuck you need. I do also strategy, like I do calls with people if you need them. So like I'm, I'm around, that's why I'm here. Okay. So there are solutions. You just got to be willing to, to look for them. Okay. So have a good day and I'll see you guys in next week's episode. Hey guys, if you enjoy the show, please take 10 seconds and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Be sure to follow us across social for no BS business shortcuts and to get a behind the scenes look at the life of a quitter. See you soon.